Please don't let go. Please don't let go. Words from the National Association of Balloon Artists and Suppliers. As they want people to stop releasing balloons into the air. Good luck. Well, we got Fat Pile Friday for you. Welcome along for the ride on Chewing the Fat. Appreciate it. Uh, we might as well, you know, just dive right into the Fat Pile. Uh, no problem. It's uh, an Oklahoma man uh, arrested after allegedly trying to hide a propane tank down his pants at Walmart. I almost just want to leave that as the headline. <laughs> Maybe we just do a couple of crime headlines done wrong. We'll just, you know what, in the Fat Pile, let's just do that. Let's do that. Like, um, let's do these three. All right, we'll just do these two. We'll start with the Fat Pile Friday with just the headlines of these three, all right? Uh, Oklahoma man arrested after allegedly trying to hide propane tank down his pants at Walmart. Man arrested for stripping in Wisconsin Walmart while his mom chases dog around the store. Does karate. Fan, do I want to read about more about that story? But I'm not. Just headlines. This, amazingly, not in a Walmart. Underwear-clad Florida man tries to break into elderly woman's car. Then meets her baseball bat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those last two I do want to read a little bit more of. But no, no, just the headlines here on Fat Pile Friday for those particular stories. Another story that's been sitting in the Fat Pile that is a sad story, but... I have to do it because it's also, there's some funny parts to it. Uh, Ian Cognito, the comedian, and of course you, you look at me like, Jeff, why did you say it like you, like I wouldn't know who he was? Of course you know who Ian Cognito is, the comedian. Duh. Uh, he's a 60-year-old comic, uh, was on stage and had a heart attack and died right on stage. Now he did what, he, there's a couple good things from this story outside of the sad thing that he actually died. He was performing, doing what he loved uh, in front of a live audience. Um, he joked around. He wasn't feeling that good before the show, but he said, I'm going to go out on stage. I got to do the show. He joked around during the set uh, about his health and actually said, imagine if I died in front of you a lot right here. Now, he sat down on the stage and started like, he wasn't feeling good. Sorry, figure out. Say not as a. If you remember that audience, I with the rest of the audience thought it's kind of a weird bit, but he's just joking, I guess. You know, yay. Good enough. I mean, man, he, man, he's doing a great job of pretending he has a heart attack. <laughs> That's really, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is what a heart. Attack. I think I'm having. I'll just sit down here. I don't feel good. I think I'm just gonna. It's gonna have a. Pretend like I'm having a heart attack here, no problem. And then uh, the owner of the club decided, uh, after about after a few minutes, like, you know, that's probably I had to go check on him, let's see what's up. So he said, I expected him when I went up on stage when I touched his arm, I expected him to go boo. Only, no, he didn't go boo. He didn't move at all. 
and there were some nurses in the audience uh, that began, uh, you know, giving him some CPR, and then the ambulance was called, and nope, no go. Yeah, the ambulance was called. Nurses, no, they couldn't revive him. They couldn't revive him. I'm guessing. Keep the music going. He couldn't be revived because audience members waited too long to try to revive him after they weren't sure if he was actually dying or not on stage. Ian Cognito. What's his name? Oh, Cognito. Ian, uh, Ian Cognito. Dead at the age of 60. Yeah! Yeah! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. He was really funny, and he was loved by a lot of people, and it's very sad to see him die. And, I, and, and uh, uh, obviously, you don't want anyone to die. But uh, if you're going to go, you're supposed to go with what you, with how you, what you love, right? He wouldn't want to go out running a jackhammer. He's a comedian. He wants to go out on stage telling jokes and making people laugh. That's what you'd want to do, right? All right, Fat Pile Friday, Chewing the Fat. Be sure to subscribe to uh, Chewing the Fat uh, with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Uh, subscribe, then you can rate and review and share and do all that other funny stuff. But first and foremost, subscribe to the podcast. It's we've gone. Look, we've gone out of our way for you. We've we've made this show available on damn near every platform you can ever think of for a podcast. Um, it's amazing to me. In fact, I looked not long ago at some of the platforms that people are downloading chewing the fat on, and it's amazing. Of course, you got iHeart, iHeartRadio, Stitcher and iTunes and Spotify. But as you go down the list of where people are, you know, downloading the podcast, you get to uh Overcast. Um I don't know what unknown is, but apparently those are people with VPNs that don't want you to know that they're downloading. Uh and then when you go to the next uh the next row of where people are Podbean uh Podcast Republic Firefox, of course, Chrome Mobile, uh, Amazon Alexa, nice, welcome. I should better shouldn't have mentioned uh, Amazon. Pocket Casts, Pocket Casts, Spotify. I'm not sure what IE is. Uh, don't look at me like I should know. I just I'm just telling people where people are downloading the podcast. Edge, Beyond Pod, LG Player, Mobile Safari, Amazon Silk. Uh, Pod Cruncher, Eye Catcher, Victor Reader, Re- Victor Reader Stream. People are downloading Chewing the Fat on. Uh, Antenna Pod, Dog Catcher, Edge Mobile, Apache HTTP Client, Media Monkey, just to name a few. Just to name a few of our people, we've gone out of our way to make this show available on almost every platform you could possibly think of and have to listen to podcasts on. So, there's no excuse other than to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And my gosh, look, I give you a Monday through Friday show, which we download sometime late afternoon. I don't know, you know, whatever the time is that Chris decides to put the show out. But you get an alert in the afternoon. I believe it's 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern when the show gets put up for you to download. But you get the alert, poop, when you subscribe. And then on Mondays, I give you an extra an extra podcast, Talking Thrones, 
this time of year it's the last the final season the final episodes of game of thrones we do a special talking thrones podcast monday morning so early monday around noonish uh eastern time noonish central time somewhere in there somewhere between that noon o'clock time you get a pot you'll get alerted poop that'll be talking thrones then on saturday I'll give you especially either an American Dream podcast or a look into the future podcast of what's going on, uh, and you'll get alerted, boop, and you get those special. I mean, I give, and I give, and I give. I mean, I work this tongue to the bone for you. And all I ask, all I ask is that you subscribe to the podcast. That's it. I just want you to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Now, okay, sure, I want you to rate and review it, which I've made easy, 20 stars, best podcast ever. You can share it with whomever you want. Just share it with someone. Just hit the share button, and then the first name that pops up into your email address address bar, send it to them. Whether you like them or not, just say, thinking of you, you should subscribe to this podcast. So, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, subscribe. Now, tomorrow is a very special day in America for pot smokers. 420, April 20th, 420, and 420 is, uh, you know, that special pot smoking day time. So you get, not only do you get 420 twice in the day, then you get the date to 420. It's amazing. And to celebrate, Carl's Jr., is selling a CBD-infused burger, the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. Yay! I mean, if you're not stoned before you go to Carl's Jr. to pick up your Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight, you will be when you leave. You'll just order an extra order of fries. Say, yep, I want the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight with an extra order of fries. Okay. Right now, I just want the burger and fries. But if I go in and I have this, the pot burger, <laughs> I'm going to want some more fries. So I want the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight, please. Uh, yeah, I want fries and a chocolate shake. And then I'd like an extra order of fries and shake. Only don't give that to me until I'm almost done with the first round, okay? Really, really good. All right, so researchers have now uncovered dinosaur skin. Uh, I guess it's traces of uh, a a set of one-inch long footprints uh, near Jinju in South Korea. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Jinju, but this time of year, phew, gorgeous. So finding well-preserved dinosaur soft t- tissue, such as skin and bones, is a rare occurrence. Now, we have this place in Jinju, South Korea. You. Thank you. Uh, that has found traces of dinosaur skin. All right. Now, I don't know if you are familiar with pirate gold coins on ebay but he 
or she, Pirate Gold Coins, I'm guessing is a he because the fossil hunter, Alan Dietrich, who I'm guessing is Pirate Gold Coins on eBay, is selling his T-Rex fossils on, on eBay. Right? Thank you. With, and now you tie that up with South Korea's Jinju skin. We're closer what to you- South we're closer to Jurassic Park, man. So you can get the, the baby T-Rex for $2.95 million. Uh, it doesn't, on eBay, it doesn't look like the bids are open, but the, the asking price is $2.59 million. Plus 62 for shipping. I feel like... Plus sixty two thousand sixty two dollars, no, just sixty two bucks. Sixty two bucks to ship a three That's million be dollar a dinosaur. Really small dinosaur, man. For sixty two bucks, is that like the post? I've got to go. Now I got to get the postal service. It's like just a regular charge in a box. Just gonna throw it in there. Oh, that's the that's the fifty dollar box. Put the bones. What's in there? Do you want to insure it? Yeah, they're just dinosaur bones. Don't worry about it. So the scientific world is all pissed off. They're all mad at pirate gold coins and uh, the uh, the Mr. Dietrich, the fossil hunter. I, I I have to make a point real quick. Sorry, I'm, I'll let you get back to it. That's sixty two expedited shipping. The Triceratops he's selling as well, twenty thousand shipping, twenty thousand dollars to ship. Okay, so I have no clue. All right, so he's selling a Triceratops for 890000 You can get that for just under a million. A piece of cake. But it's going to cost you 20000 to ship it. And it's only going to cost you, it's got to be 62000 It says $62. It's actually $61.65 expedited shipping. And you would get it next month. For the baby T-Rex. I mean, is that, is that, that's got to be like the... <laughs> The, the womb baby T-Rex, really small little T-Rex. That's amazing. I mean, and this anyway, my point is the scientific world is all pissed at him because they want to be able to research it and they can't believe that he's selling it and uh, it should be on display and it could be, we need to, we need to uh, be able to study it and, and be in our own little circles. It shouldn't be, uh, tough, shut up. Ain't nobody got time for that. Buy your own. You want to study the baby T-Rex? Buy it. Two, almost three million. I bet you if you if you just put out the eBay right now, okay, hey, pirate gold coins, I'll give you three million. He'd probably throw in the 62 bucks shipping. I'm just guessing. He probably would. I am going to have to look into the, into the Triceratops and the shipping debacle, though. No question. I mean, it's Fat Pile Friday. We don't necessarily need to go to the break room, but we might as well because I am thirsty, man. I'll tell you what. I need to drink my Coca-Cola Zero Sugar even on Fat Pile Friday. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. As long as we're walking over to the break room, I'll just say that I know that uh, you heard a voice that you may not have heard before on the podcast, and that is Taylor. Uh, Chris apparently had some, he's got some kid issue he's got to go take care of, whatever it is. Did he lose him again? 
I don't even want to. I don't want to get into specifics because uh, you know I don't want him to get in trouble any more than he already is. But I just want to say, Taylor, the voice you hear is Taylor, and so welcome to chewing the fat. Thanks for at least filling in and taking over, Chris. Sounds really sarcastic, but I'll take no, it. No, no. Your face looks sarcastic. Podcast audience can't see it, but I can see it. You're like, well, oh, thanks. Thanks for filling in. Thanks for existing behind the board. Anyway, uh, Netflix, uh, I've been looking at this story. The reason this story is in the fat pile because I've been trying to figure out why they would do such a thing. And so then I actually read the story and I figured it out. Amazing, right? So the, the headline is Netflix to publish magazine as it chases Hollywood awards. And I'm thinking, why is Net- Netflix a cutting edge on today's world? They're going to cut a magazine? Magazines are dead. What are you guys doing? However, that what this is, is they're going to, uh, uh, the working title for the magazine is wide and they want to promote programs and stars ahead of this year's emmys so this is their way you can count on them doing this for the oscars too they'll have a big one for the oscars they want to slam spielberg and the rest of them uh helen mirren and the rest of them that want to bash netflix because uh they're getting awards and they're just a streaming service they're not an actually film film business they're just streaming yeah well get over yourself helen and steven because netflix is today now and you're yesterday so let's move on so i'm looking forward to seeing i can't wait to see wide although i probably i'm not part of the tv guild probably won't get the copy of wide uh speaking of uh hollywood uh jason momoa you love uh, jason momoa aquaman and called drago uh a big story of him, of him shaving for the first time in like six years since 2012 he hasn't shaved amazing right the guy's had this beard forever hasn't shaved and you think oh how cool he hasn't shaved since 2012 is he shaving for cancer is he shaving for cancer awareness for a lot of times people you know shave their heads and shave their beards because people who are going through cancer treatments lose their hair so they have wigs made from real hair are they doing this for little kids for to make wigs for little kids you know what are they raising awareness for and the 39 year old uh is raising awareness of course he wouldn't shave his beard jason momoa would be silly you'd think that he would shave his beard without it being to raise awareness for something cancer patients no no that's too easy um little kids that are struggling with now you know maybe make some dolls with some real no that's not it no uh he's raising awareness about plastic killing the planet jason what are you doing he sent out a little clip uh, thing I shaved and it, you can see him walking through this littered area he has his own water in a can instead of a plastic bottle uh, he insisted that aluminum is completely recyclable and encouraged others to do the same by drinking out of cans instead of bottles yep I, I agree with you and let's make the switch to infinitely recyclable aluminum all right, so all that means is that they, you know, you're just using the same thing over and over and over again. And that, you know, works for a while. Uh, apparently, you know, look, you can recycle stuff over and over again, but sooner or later that recycling gets thinner and thinner and messes up and you can't do it. So you've got to add some other things that probably will kill the planet. 
uh, to do that. So, yes, you know, absolutely recycle. If you can afford it, recycle. If it costs money. You know, back when recycling was actually you could make some money, people did it all the time. Cities would recycle all the time, and then they realized, oh, the prices went way down, and we're not it's costing us money to recycle. Okay, just put it in the trash. Put it in the trash. And I'll tell you what, we'll just burn it with the other trash, and we'll use that for power. So we'll... Thank you. And we'll create power for human beings from the trash. What a concept. Says, well, I can remember, I can remember saving uh, giant bags of, uh, you know, soda cans and stuff like that. And the guys would come to your house. They'd bring a scale. They'd come to your house and put it on and give you and pay you cash money. You know, whatever the going rate was, they'd pay you cash money. It was worth it to save the cans because they'd come to your house, you know, once a month or whatever. And they'd weigh the big, the giant. I used to get these giant grocery store trash bags, fill them with the cans. And I mean, that's what homeless guys, if you're homeless or you're a bum or whatever you are, go out and take them and get money for them. Uh, Today's world, though, you're not making anything from them. So it's more out of the heart and to save the planet. Right, Jason? Right. Ugh. Agonizing. Been better off if it was for some sort of, you know, I don't know, cancer patient. <laughs> I'd have been happy with that. So, a giant white shark. I saw a story, before I get to the shark story, I saw a story last night about a family who caught a, uh, like a 750 pound swordfish in Florida. And it's like, it's supposed to be, you know, I guess that's the world's biggest swordfish, but they didn't want to go through the process of saying that it was the world's biggest swordfish because apparently they had to wait and they'd have to get it weighed and go through some processes. So all they wanted to do was cut it up and have swordfish meat. <laughs> so they had their picture taken with them. Uh, they had their picture taken with their 750 pound swordfish. And then, yeah, uh, even if it's, we'll, we're saying it's the biggest, but. It's not verified by Guinness because we're not going to go through the process. And this guy's a liar. It could very well could be. It could be. You know, look, you look at the fish and you go, I guess it could weigh 750 pounds. Maybe it didn't. So, and plus, why is Donald Trump on my podcast? I might have to beep that out. I don't know that I like Donald Trump on my podcast. Uh, hey, uh, Taylor, uh, I know I welcomed you to the podcast, but maybe I'm not going to welcome you. You put no, Donald do you Trump welcome me? Me. Fine. Anyway, a great white shark uh, weighing 1,600 and I have a question. First of all, they say the shark weighs 1,668 pounds. Did they weigh it? Did they, did it stop off at the scale at the weigh station along the way on the panhandle of Florida and say, Hey, weigh me. I guess they're just going by what it looks like. It's a female great white shark. They're calling it Miss Costa was spotted this week swimming in the Gulf of Mexico off the Florida Panhandle. Uh, the transmitter on the sub-adult shark pinged. Oh, so they did put a transmitter on it, so maybe they have weighed, actually weighed it and get an idea of how much it does weigh because they've, they've got the transmitter pinging to it. We've all seen how they catch those big-ass sharks like that. I would not want to do that. While it is not usual for great white sharks to swim through the Gulf of Mexico, Miss Costa's cruise through the Florida Panhandle is significant because a ping from a large female that far north in the Gulf is rare. Maybe, I don't know, she's just swimming around the ocean looking for food. Maybe there was a story the other day talking about uh, how uh, sharks are, we're supposed to be so scared of these great whites, right? But it's really, we need to be scared of the killer whales because... Anytime that sharks are feeding, 
in an area and killer whales come in, the sharks leave. And the sharks don't come back for over a year. If a whale comes into the area and the sharks were there, the shark goes, I'm out. All yours. Talk to you later. See you later, killer. I'm out. And they leave and they don't come back to that area for a year. So sharks ain't that dumb either. You know, I, want, I, I, I can eat whatever I want except that. So I'm just going to leave. Have a nice day. So be careful if you're swimming in the panhandle of the Gulf of Mexico because 1,668 pounds of shark is a heck of a shark. And this story is for uh, Keith Malinak. Uh, a lady apparently got into a big car wreck and she injured her leg and was taken to the hospital, smashed her car. The car, the picture of the car looks completely totaled. Uh, good luck, God bless. Uh, so she's driving down the road and, uh, you know, got the radio on, listening to a little Chewing the Fat podcast and uh, laughing, having a good time. And she sees a spider on the rider's side seat. And instead of pulling over and trying to get rid of the spider, she freaks out and starts freaking out on the spider and then crashes the car. Um, I, I get being scared of, you know, like, of an animal in your car or an insect in your car and you want to get rid of it and you're kind of freaking out but to crash over a spider in your car that seems a little much and i know people like keith malinak are scared of spiders and i can see him actually crashing his automobile like this lady but those aren't real adult human beings in america <laughs> i mean i could see i've had uh I remember picking up something once from the side of the road. Yeah, Panhandler. I saw, ooh, that guy's throwing that out. I'm taking it. And uh, and it actually was a giant concrete Buddha. So I lived in this neighborhood. I'll tell you the whole story. I lived in this neighborhood. I used to pass this guy's house every day. And he had this giant black Buddha in front of his house. I loved that thing. I loved it so much. And... It was so cool. I looked every day I drive by, I'd look at it. It was my Buddha, man. I love it. It's in front of this guy's house. It's my Buddha, except it's in somebody else's yard. So one day I'm driving by and it's by the curb. It's sitting out by the curb for trash. I mean, I, st- I, I literally stopped and got out of my car and went up to the house and knocked on the door. Are you throwing, I mean, are you throwing the Buddha out? Yeah. I got tired of having it. I said, I, it's mine. This Buddha is now mine. And I picked it up and I and it was heavy. And the guy says, pretty heavy. I got it. I picked this big ass concrete boot up and I was driving a little, I was driving my little Mazda RX-7 at the time. Love that car. And I open up the hatch and I put the, boom, set the big concrete boot in the back of the car. And I'm, I'm happy. Man, my day, I don't care what else happens in the world today. I have got my my Buddha. I'm putting this in the backyard. I know exactly where I'm putting it. I got my big black Buddha. I'm excited. In fact, it may still be in the backyard of my of that house in Florida. Because the guy other people looked at it and went, I don't know how I got here, but it's big and heavy and I'm not moving it. And but uh and so I pick it up, put it in the car. And I get in the car, I wave at the guy, honk honk, I hop in my car, and I start I'm going home to take the Buddha home. And all of a sudden I feel pain in my legs the guy set the buddha on a fire ant mound so i i've got as i'm picking up the buddha and i put it in the car i got all these fire ants on my legs so by the time i get in the car don't laugh 
don't know what you're laughing at. And these the fire ants hurt. Man, they start biting and stinging. I I could have swerved and crashed like Spider Lady. Do I? No. What do I do? I stop and get out of the car and just start wiping them off and getting rid of them. And then I realize, oh, crap, they're probably all over the Buddha, too. So I got to lift the Buddha back out of the car and wipe all the fire ants out of the car in the middle of the road. But I'm not smashing my car. People can go around me, man. I am fighting for fire ants and, and the life of my Buddha. Man, I'm telling you, that's, I haven't thought about that in a long time. I want my Buddha back. That's, I'm starting a campaign. I want my Buddha back. We need to start. I want. I'm going to go to the house in Florida and knock on the door. Is my Buddha still in the backyard? Oh, well, it's my house now. I live here, so it's kind of my Buddha. No, it's my Buddha. I'm going back and getting it right now. Go ahead, and stop me. Just put it on a termite mound. Yeah, that'll, <laughs> yeah. Just plant something under the Buddha that would cause them to put I it mean, on the side of the fire, road. I had fire ant bites up to from my knees all the way down in my shoes and my ankles. Man, those things hurt. It was all for a good cause, though. I got my Buddha. Still hanging around on Fat Pile Friday on Chewing the Fat. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at JeffyJFR. You can uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. And, uh, of course, subscribe to Chewing the Fat Podcast, wherever free podcasts are sold. Good news coming from South Africa. And I know it's a surprise, but we do actually have some good news coming from South Africa as we plow through the, uh, the pile of fat. Uh, as I've got stories that I'm trying to, trying to get to throughout the week. A South African doctor claims to have cured deafness with the first ever middle ear transplant. Now, as a deaf person in one ear... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not completely deaf in one ear, but I might as well be. Um, I say uh, nice. Uh, they're using 3D printed technology to reconstruct the broken bones of the middle ear. And they're celebrating, saying this is it. This is a long-term solution to hearing loss. Uh, surgery can be performed on people of any age, including newborn babies. I, I am, uh, this is cool. And if it works and holds up, uh, I'm ready. Let's get it in my left ear. Um, let's get it in my left ear. I'm ready to hear. Because remember, I, I may have told this story before, but remember in the, in the early days of radio, when I was first getting started on radio, you come in and the afternoon guy is there and he sets his headphones on the counter and the headphones just shake because they're so loud. And you think, wow, <laughs> dude, turn that thing down. I'm that guy now. The headphones are just so loud. I'm so deaf. I can't even hear. I mean, if I, if I don't want to, if my wife wants to talk to me and I don't want to hear what she has to say, I just lay on my right side. Because th- what I hear out of my left ear is this. Unless I, unless I actually, you know, just focus on the one sound, like the headphones, that one sound, then I can, you know, I can make it out. But if I'm laying on my right ear without the help of my right ear and not, you know, not looking and focusing so i mean she keeps talking and i'm sound asleep man. <laughs> don't tell her i said that uh good news from a porn hub and you know they're helping people uh, and they're helping the world they've uh, launched a, a bee themed channel 
to raise funds for bee conservation. Jason Momoa shaving his beard off because there's too much plastic in the world. Wants people to use aluminum cans. Pornhub is launching a bee, B-E-E, themed channel to raise funds for bee conservation. We need more bees. The bees know. And you can look at their bee sexual video. And it's fat. It's fascinating. So whatever you can do to help uh, to help uh, bee awareness and bee conservation from Pornhub. So, so what does that look like? I'm sorry? What does that look like to, is, to help Pornhub with that? What does that look like? What does it look like? You what is go to Pornhub and <laughs> well, I mean, pay to watch the videos. Okay, okay. That's what, what I was waiting for. Oh, man. Duh. Who, uh, first of all, really, I mean help with bee conservation whether you go to Pornhub or not but if you're already a member of Pornhub a subscriber just if you subscribe to Pornhub then you should say hey take some of my subscription money and give it to bee conservation or you know just say Pornhub here here's some extra money for bee conservation I want to see you file a tax exemption of a of a one-time donation to Pornhub for bee conservation I, <laughs> and see the look you get. <laughs> do, I, I, I actually may try that. That's a good idea. I like that a lot. A lot. And we love entrepreneurs here in, uh, in, during and chewing fat. Entrepreneurs are a big part of the world, and we love them. Uh, they're part of the American dream, which we definitely love here on Chewing the Fat. So we've got a man in uh, Bozeman, uh, Bozeman, Montana, who has started a new business and he is making a fortune. And I'll tell you why he's making a fortune because he's ripping people off. He is now going around picking up people's dog poop. Now, that happens. I see them around here all the time in the Metroplex. People who don't want to pick up their own dog's poop. And so people come to your yard and pick up the dog poop in your yard and clean it up. I didn't realize how much they were charging for this, though. I mean, it is amazing. So this guy, Jeff Squire, goes full-time with a Bozeman poop. <laughs> and he said he's ready to hire somebody else. That's how he's so much he's ripping you. And he's not ripping you off. This is just he's delving into an American dream. He's talking about everybody in Bozeman has a, you know, a Subaru and a, and, a, and a yellow lab. And uh, right now... He does about 12 appointments a week, all right? And, and that's that's what, that's a 24, 48 a month because he's talking about coming by monthly, not weekly. He only comes to your house monthly. That's a problem. Uh, he's still looking. It costs $65 an hour for the initial winter thaw cleanup. And then he's taking $100 a month for the yard. A single yard once a month, hundred bucks a month. Once once a month in your yard, and the winter thaw cleanup is sixty five bucks an hour. So if it takes longer than an hour, it's costing you more than sixty five. That is a good business. That is a good business. I mean, Bozeman that, poop. At that point, you'd want to mow over the poop, just become fertilizer. Yeah, One hundred and sixty five dollars a month. No, 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 no. The sixty five bucks an hour. And I say an hour because he comes out and it's probably an hour. It probably takes about an hour. Maybe probably takes less, but it's 65 an hour to clean up after the winter, the spring. You get the, this, when it goes into spring, 
the dogs pooped out there all winter, so you want to clean that, get that cleaned okay. up. All right, so that's sixty-five an hour to get the original cleanup after the winter. So that's the deal to get you hooked on the monthly, right? It's a way better deal than the hundred dollars monthly. And the hundred dollars monthly just comes out once a month and picks up the dog. So now I say that's a good deal, but he's not coming during the winter months, right? He's taking a break, so he takes the winter off. That's a good gig, man. Bozeman poop, uh, good, good for you. Man, I am all for Bozeman poop. Take the winter off, and then all summer, all you have to do is pick up dog food. or nah, Not dog food, but dog poop. I mean, it used to be dog food. It did used to be dog food. But sadly, now it's dog poop. And I don't know that you want to do that all summer, man. Oof. I mean, you'd need the winter to clean the nostrils off. Bozeman poop. Call today for your poop pickup service.